when I'm doing the college spotlight at the end, when I do the uh, Good evening, everybody. It's Tuesday. Fanny, or yeah, I just messed that up. Messed it all up. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's retake this. Tuesday. Let's just... Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> let's just retake this for a second. It's Tuesday. Welcome yeah, to take, uh, wait, the fans. Where's, where's the little? Where's the little thing in Hollywood that take two? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yes. So it is actually Tuesday. Um, welcome into the Rhythm Fantasy Sports. I'm Jamie. That's Eli. We're here to hit those waiver wires for you. We're gonna do some. Um, fan, we're gonna actually do some highlighted players. We got that dirty garbage bin DF, you know, DFS stuff kind of going on. We got that college spotlight. We're gonna hit up, and I, I'm not sure. And then, then uh, I got I got my ghosted segment as well. So we'll kind of see who were the fancy duds of the week too. We'll we'll recap the previous previous week and then we'll head up to the current week so if anybody's got some guesses on uh who might be <laughs> this week's uh fantasy duds type them in the comments below man come on we, we want some guesses before we get to the end of the show here so uh type in your comments below and uh we'll we'll see if anybody's got any any of them right this week um but yes yes yeah, yeah. we we, uh, uh, I'll piggyback on what Jay was saying. We need some comments tonight, need some interaction. So, uh, get on that. And if you haven't yet, uh, me and Jay, you know, we put in, a, we put in a lot of, uh, uh, time with research and, you know, all the, you know, we've done, we've done this show for over a year now. So and we probably should have celebrated. We probably should have had a cake back in August, but anyways, uh, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of content on Spotify, <coughs> um, YouTube, whatever Weren't we just talking about Tank Dell? Weren't we just talking about Puka? Weren't we just talking about uh, uh, Devon, H8? We were talking about all these guys from the past summer. So if you want to go back and watch any of the past streams, uh, like I said, Spotify is our personal preference. Uh, or, you know, follow us on Discord. You know, if you like, you know, you're not, you're not into the audio stuff, you know, you just want to, hey, I want to type, I want to be a keyboard warrior. I want to, I want to type out some stuff. I want to get my <laughs> thoughts across, go over to Discord. <laughs> Like we said, you can comment here as well. I mean, we appreciate that. Uh, you know what? We're on Google. We're on Apple. We're on a couple different big platforms. Podbean. Tune in. We're 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 we're, take, we're taking over the globe. Uh, but yeah, if you want to follow any of that, just you know, hit, hit one of the see the Apple there. You see the you see the little green Spotify thing. Go follow us on on one of them. And uh, yeah, you, you know, a lot of these guys that are hitting now. Uh, you know, we're going to do college spotlight at the end of the episode. A lot of these guys that are hitting now, had you been listening or had, you know, revisited some of our episodes, you would have known about. You would have known about. So, oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Well, since you mentioned, you know, over the over our year now, we've been on YouTube. It's. <laughs> we'll give ourselves Sweet a nice one. Thank, thank you. I haven't. I have, well, this is what we should have did. This is what I should have did. <laughs> I, 
I love that Back to the Future stuff. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I'll, I'll, I'll I can watch that for days. I can, watch, I can watch that on repeat for hours on end and not get bored with it. We, we should. Hey, hey, Halloween's coming up. You, you should, you should wear the, uh, the, the big yeah, white lab part. coat, and I'll, I'll get like, I'll, I'll get a, a, a an orange uh, lab preserver. <laughs> I'll, I'll be dressed like Michael J. Fox. Uh, yeah. I'll be our get up for the. Uh, uh, we, hey, we're streaming on Halloween, October thirty first. I think we're actually going to be here. Unless, uh, oh my yeah, god, know, right? maybe, we do, maybe we do have to dress up, Doc Brown and Marty. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, just look at my algorithm finding Dynasty Squad for the duds. Uh, oh, well, he's over. Jay, he's over five. He's <laughs> over five. <laughs> five. How do you go for over five in a Squad. Dynasty League? Oosh. Damn, where where's 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 my? Yes. Hail! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've actually had a um. So this week I actually went um. I went eleven and six in all my leagues. So I won eleven, lost six. The previous week I was like like six and um, six and twelve I think last week. So week four was kind of kind of a duddy. But yeah, I've this week in our actually our well our home league that you were in previously, I totally came out and I smoked everybody in points. I had like two hundred and twenty-eight some odd points. The rest of the league had crap for points. Yeah, yep. You have DJ Moore. (laughs) I think I did. I think I had DJ or Fields. I can't remember one of those guys, but I had some of those guys that went like totally off. So yeah, I had a lot of those guys that went off this that week. This weekend, I mean, but yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I was zero and three. Now I'm two and three. So you, 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 uh, you guys better watch out because I'm coming back for my fucking title. That's a guarantee. He's he's coming. He's coming back for retribution. He's coming back for retribution. Uh, Donovan ain't doing nothing in that dynasty league. Zero and five. But one of the, one of these weeks, one of the, you keep listening to us, kid, and you'll you'll go far. Uh, so I, I didn't want to disclose. I didn't want to disclose this because it sounds bad because Jay's in 17 leagues there, but I'm only in five. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be candid here. I went five and oh, though. I mean, I had a, had a big week um, in our 16 man that we do on Yahoo. I'm in first uh, 12 man dynasty that. that we're doing. I'm, I'm up in first now. So, I mean, a couple of the teams are, are doing really well. Um, I think I'm five and oh, uh, a couple four and ones, a three and two, and a two and three. So, we got to get that two and three up a little bit, but. Yeah, not doing too shabby so far. Yes, that's Where's actually not bad. <laughs> I'm actually five and zero, oh, actually in two of my NFL fantasy leagues, so I'm happy with that. Yeah. So I'm not, I know, so I'm pretty happy that I'm still undefeated. Um, my IDP league is it's struggling a little bit. I think I'm three and two now. But um, yeah, I messed up on a couple guys or a couple individual play defensive players. I should have swap. I was gonna swap some guys out. I was gonna drop uh, Demarco or Demarco Lawrence um, from the Cowboys. I was gonna drop him, pick up somebody else. Um, but yeah, other other than that, yeah, I had a, I was pretty happy with my week. You know, I was I'm just hoping for more. But there's there's a lot of injuries going on now. I mean, oh, it's it's brutal. It's brutal. <sighs> Totally brutal. So we got, uh, you know, Javante Williams was out. He killed me. There was a couple of guys. Javante Williams um, he went out with a hip injury and uh, McLaughlin 
or Jahil. Jahil. Um, he actually came Jahil in. Jahil Metropolitan. <laughs> he uh he 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 actually had some he had a decent game come in i think he if i remember he had a touchdown in that game um he did have a touchdown in that game but uh yeah it hurt me because i got williams and i drafted williams in a couple leagues that that kind of just totally bummed me out um there is also james connor he's hitting the ir so stay tuned for our waivers for a guy to replace uh james connor with um, did you did you hear that Van Jefferson was really moving on down because they moved <laughs> his ass to Atlanta? <laughs> I, I I saw the trade. Look, uh, we we see quite a bit of headlines, especially on Monday night, Tuesday when we're prepping for the show, and you know we're we're trying to look for injuries, we're trying to look for important stuff, and then this comes across the bottom of the scroll. Over over on X Twitter, whatever the hell it's called now, that Van Jefferson was basically traded for a ham sandwich. Okay, uh, <laughs> they can't, can't get the ball. I mean, D Desmond Ritter, and we, we're going to talk about him a little later in the show. I got a couple segments on on Ritter. Ritter's been playing better, but they have trouble getting the ball to Kyle Pitts and Drake London, who are head and shoulders above uh, any any type of player that Van Jefferson Jefferson could ever be. So, um. I think he'll be remember, remember Zacchaeus. Remember a couple of years ago, oh, that, yeah, yeah. Zacchaeus he was kind of their number, you know, may, maybe number three on an injury week or number four guy. That's pretty yeah. much what Van Jefferson's going to be. Right, Atlanta's number four, which I mean, he's a depth guy. You know, so it, you know, if somebody goes down, Van can, can go in there for a little bit. You know, he's nothing. I mean, he had every opportunity in the world. Look what Puka's doing. Look what Tutu Atwell was doing. You know. Obviously, with Cooper Cutback, so uh, yeah, it's it's just something we got to report on because it's a you know it's a semi he's a semi name, but yeah, it's, it, I don't I don't see Van Jefferson all of a sudden. Oh, he's in the Atlanta. He's an Arthur Smith's offense, putting up ninety <laughs> yards and a touchdown every week. Like, that's not gonna happen. God damn, dude! That's that's, <laughs> that's that's totally hilarious. I I. <laughs> I just got to laugh about that. Um, let's see. Um, Austin yeah, Eckler. Yeah. Moving on down. <laughs> um, Austin Eckler, he, he he was practicing, so it's very possible he, he will be ready to go for this weekend. Um, well, it'll be Monday's game against fucking Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I don't even talk about them. We'll bring them up later in the show. Um, then we got uh, Daniel Jones. I don't know. It's very possible he might be he could be missing some week some weeks possibly you know with a neck injury don't know yet but it sounds like it was a different one that he it was a different one that he actually um had from from 2021 so it's hard it's hard saying um Eli you have a guest um but other than that um marine marine must start likewise likewise <laughs> yes. once you uh... Tell, we'll tell her to get on and comment too, because we then we you know we get a few more uh, few more comments there. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Daniel Jones being out, Tyrod Taylor, I mean, the, and hell else do they have? Tyrod, Tyrod, yeah, I mean, Tyrod. I'll be on, I'll be honest, I'll be honest. I didn't even know he was still in the league. So they got they're putting putting Tyrod out there. That doesn't mean anything good for. 
for the Giants receivers who they have left, you know, Wandale or Hyatt or any of those guys, I'd stay the hell away from them. If Saquon's going to, yeah. uh, from what I was reading, Saquon's probably going to be out another week. So it'll be another week of Eric Gray and and uh, Matt Breida. Uh, yeah, it, Giants, I, I think if Daniel Jones is out, you know, if he goes to IR, he go, you know, four, he's out three, four weeks, I, I'd just tank. I, I mean, I, they won their one, you know, they won their one game of the season. Maybe go three and yeah. fourteen, get a top five pick, take one of these quarterbacks, and then just, you know, try to try to eat that Daniel Jones money, I guess, or figure it out. But yeah, it, it's it, that's a train wreck. But Eric Gray, no, and, and we we talked about Eric Gray this past summer. Eric Gray of the two, definitely has the the brighter future than Matt Breida. So I so um, Eric Gray, I think he only had like twenty five yards or something but it's a start you know he, he actually yeah. got carries this week which is a good sign so eric of those players we mentioned eric gray probably has the most upside and, may, and maybe wandale robinson for receivers like if you're looking for to add somebody from the giants offense i'd stay away from them but just two names to kind of be yeah aware of. For sure. um let's see here then um uh, keep your keep your eye out on the achan of the Dolph hands he could be missing a few weeks. <laughs> right um he could is um he might be losing he might be out maybe a couple weeks but just kind of keep your eye on that so you uh uh marine must harp fantasy guys you know are gonna be in ah uh, um and jeff wilson Jeff Wilson's back from the IR now. I, th- I think it's going to be uh, uh, if you if, if you if you took the time, if you were able to snag him up while he was on IR, stashed him away. Now you're gonna it's gonna pay benefits because what I was hearing, I I think it's gonna be three to four weeks. I don't think he's gonna go to the IR. You know, like James Conner is going to the IR and, and Richardson and those kind of guys. But JJ, but uh, I I think I think uh, a change is gonna be a couple weeks. So, but yeah, J- Jeff Wilson. Definitely get some of those looks, and he he's he's another guy. I think I think he should be under twenty percent for you know, especially Yahoo uh, uh, rostered. So he'd be, he'd be a guy you could probably snag up, and maybe we'll, hey, maybe we'll get to him later on. But ah, um, um, yes, the other the other guy is JJ as well. He hit the IR, and we will mention a few guys in waivers to maybe pick up too if they're on their on your waiver wire. Um, but yeah, for as far as headlines, that was a good majority of most of the good headlines there. And Donovan says I lost Daniel Jones and Anthony Richardson in a three superflex league this week. FML. Well, Donovan, um, we have we have one guy to suggest to you, and that'll be in a waivers, man. So I know you're gonna stay tuned because so you want to hear this one. Uh, I'll just- I'll I'll get my two cents in here uh, on a couple of the waiver guys, then we can move on. Or um, sorry, a couple of the injury guys, then we can move on. Um, JJ, I I don't think he's you know what from what I was hearing, man. I, I he wants that contract. He's in his fourth year. He wants to get paid. He wants to be the highest paid receiver in the league, and he's pretty pretty much going to play hardball. This team's going nowhere. They're one and four. I think they're they're going to. You know, I think that between the Bears and Vikings this week, you know, the the one and four matchup, the toilet bowl, as we would call it, I think the loser of that game is done. I think the Bears are going to win that game. Like I liked what I saw from Justin Fields last week against Washington. I, I think Bears are going to win that game. Vikings will be one and five. They're done. There's no incentive for Jefferson to, to rush back or anything. He won't be back till at least week ten. Or, so I, you know, just as like a, a team view, I if you're picking up guys, like if you're going after Addison, you know, trading for Addison or picking up KJ Osborne or 
somebody along those lines. It's it's going to be for a good majority of the season. It's not going to be a a couple week thing. I mean, this is I think this could this is something that could turn into something long term. Like I don't see like if they're you know week ten comes and they're two and seven. I don't see any incentive for Jefferson to want to come back. It could, be, it could turn into a Kyler Murray situation where we, we might not see him again for the rest of the season. And that's sad because the guy's a fantasy monster. But that, that's yeah. just my my thoughts on Jefferson. Michael Penix Jr. to the Vikings. Oh, oh, yes. oh, now, <laughs> yeah, now, might, now, now, might be a, now might be a good time to mention we're going we're gonna to change up this. Usually we only have one scroll. We got two tonight. So actually we have, Jay, explain people what we have for them about Michael Penix Jr., Mr. Lefty himself. Oh, yes. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. is, a, he's actually, he, he was actually a Hoosier, a Hoosiers. He actually, the funny, crazy thing is he's actually been injured most of his four career, his four year career with the Hoosiers. He had two ACLs. He had a sprint in one of his shoulders, um, so that kind of neglected his, you know, time with the Hoosiers. So, and then he actually moves to the Washington Huskies, and like all the yards that he put up with the Hoosiers, he did it in one year with the Huskies. You know, he put up four four thousand four hundred sixty some odd yards with the Huskies, just plain insane. And he's a left-handed QB too, as well. I mean, this guy's got the arm to actually chuck it down. He looks like a Steve Young, in my opinion, the way he throws the ball. He's actually more of a pocket passer, which is crazy. I like what this kid does. You know, well, if I knew we were going to do this, I would have put my graphics up that I had ready. So I was actually going to oh, try to do it's, some. It's, it's, <laughs> it's part of the moment thing you said, panics. You said, I can put it back. Hell, hell, I'll put this up again later, too. And then the people know, hey, get down, watch this video. Subscribe the channel that, you know, rinse, wash, repeat, you know, the deal. Uh, yeah. Penix. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll do a spotlight. We haven't done a spotlight yet on, on Penix. I mean, you know, go watch that video that Jay has. Maybe we'll do a college spotlight on, you know, at the end of one of these shows, one of these weeks. So, uh, but yeah, Penix definitely, uh, you know, go, go check that out and, uh, back to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs> Bye. Well, there we I go. Bam. I suppose we better get into our highlighted players of the week because we, we, it looks like we have a, quite a yeah. few to talk about. And then after the highlighted players of the week, we're going to hit that waivers. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Put some comments hard, on, our, <laughs> on our highlighted players this week. And if you guys don't catch catch the highlighted most of the stream, I'll break down all the highlighted players and they'll be on our highlighted players um, on Yahoo. So if you miss our full stream all this stuff will be playlist, there so, yes yes so yeah we have big old playlist down there you can watch all of them all of them are from our streams so yeah the, as long with our um waivers that we do on here too as well eli's fab my six all that stuff will be individually broke down so if you don't miss if you just want to catch our waivers all that will be in one big old video as well too so as we a tune or turn to a who knows what, but we better get this shit on the road here. And first up, we have, a, <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a guy named is his name Alice Gilbert? Is that is that his name? Alice Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he, I don't he's know. Alice, 
he's Dallas and Wonderland the way he's been playing lately. Ooh, ooh, that stat line. Right. So for some odd reason, Dallas, Dallas came to play. He's like, Hey guys, I want to play some football. Give me a couple touchdowns. I want 26 points. You know, I was out in 96, 96% of the snaps. Why not give me a touchdown? You know, he had nine targets, eight receptions, 117 yards. I mean, he was having a heyday, man. He had that glue right on his, on his glove. And he was like, give me the damn ball. Just give me the goddamn ball. You know, there ain't no deflated balls here. <laughs> so, in, in turn, Dallas Gobbert, or Dallas Gobbert, well, let's call them the Gobberts of the balls. Um, but uh, he's a ball gobbler. <laughs> right. I, I think as of right now, you know, even though Goddard hasn't really been involved much with him having this game, I would honestly like sell him. If you don't want him on your team, try to sell him off because who knows if he's actually going to have another game like this, how far he's going to be involved just because you got Swift there you got, you know, you got um, AJ Brown and you got the other De- Devonte Smith. So he, he's just Rashad been Penny, lacking. Rashad Penny's, coming back. Rashad Penny's coming back. Yeah. So he might. So, so, so honestly, Goddard's been kind of a ghost really, you know? So, I mean, I think this is the time if people are, if there are managers out there that do want Goddard, get off him and try to get something else. You know, that's that's me. I, I would probably who who would you try to actually get for maybe another different tight end if you didn't want Goddard? <laughs> because I think there's a bunch of value in him right now. I I'd, I'd say Jake Ferguson from Dallas, and then you yeah. could probably because because Goddard's got that name value and he's coming off. This is going to be his high point of the season. This isn't this isn't. Tra- Travis Kelsey, this isn't George Kittle. This isn't a guy that is going to hit this stat line five, you know, three, three to five more times this year. It's just not going to happen. This is the, this is the highlight of the season. He might not crack a hundred yards again. So I, I would move. Yeah. Like Jay was saying, move off him. I'd get a lesser, you know, lesser name, but just, you know, damn near just as good uh, Jake Ferguson. And you can get another player thrown in with it. You know, you know, go get a hell. Hell you could probably get, you could probably get Jake Ferguson and maybe Zach Moss for Dallas Goddard. I mean, that'd be, you know, the way Zach Moss has been playing lately, that might be pushing it, but I mean, that's, that's right in that wheelhouse. You could get a nice, nice backup. Sometimes, you know, fill in starter running back and uh, probably Jake Ferguson right now is playing like a top 15 fantasy tight end. He's not quite Dallas Goddard, but you know, that's where the, that's where the the Zach Moss comes in to kind of equal up that trade. So that's, that's a deal. Like I would do if, if Dallas Goddard was out there, I had him and I was trying to move him. As of right now, Goddard is actually the eighth tight end on the season, and I'm just that's about yeah, that's about I, where I figured he'd be. Yeah, I would actually rather have an Ingram, Ingram, or you know, their other wide receivers are kind of boomer bust, and you know, and can't even think now for a moment. Yeah, Ty Law likes to I'm toss to his. I know, right? He likes to hit his tight ends quite a bit too, as well. Or the other, or the other, um, Logan Thomas. Or I don't know. Yeah, I have a feeling. Cheap. I have a, He's cheap, oh, man. And he is actually eleventh, eleventh oh, tight end overall. You know, for the season. You know, Schultz is not out. I mean, Schultz is you know twelfth overall. So, and, and and this is the downfall when it comes to tight ends. It's kind of a wash. I mean, you, get, you the only guys that you know you got is, you know, Sam Laporta came around. 
the rookie of the, he's probably going to be the rookie of the tight ends. He's going to be the guy to everywhere. Everybody wants, you know, right now he's tight end one on the season. Um, then you got your Hawkinson commits and Mike, Mike and or Michael Andrews, Mike Andrews, Michelangelo, who knows, but Goddard sell, sell, sell. Get, I would get, I get him off. I'd get off. I'd get off on him. So. I'm going to D I'm going to DM him. I'm going to be like, Mark, Mark, you're, you're, you're now Michael. You're now, we, we, <laughs> <laughs> you lost your first because well the way he's been playing uh laporte has been playing better kittle kelsey all these boys have been playing i mean he's he's falling he's falling a little bit so yeah. the way, way mark andrews might be traded that's just yeah. looking good tonight well th thank you candy thank you appreciate you Gene. all right well that that was our highlighted player one of of our highlighted players our next guy is the coop to the cups Michael Cooper Cups. Cup. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being random tonight. I don't know. Yeah. But yes, we have Cooper Cups. We're, we're just making Jackson. up names now for players. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yes, Cooper Cup, you know, he was, you know, a lot of us fantasy players who drafted him were, were waiting and uh for this guy to actually get back to the goddamn rosters, you know, get out on that playing field. So I mean, he was out 95% of the snaps. He had 20, 20 points. 12 targets, eight receptions on 118 yards, no touchdowns because, you know, the kid, the kid, the rookie of the year will be the rookie of the year. He's like, I want the damn ball. I want the points. Tough, screw you, Cup. But uh, he had 14.75 uh, or 14.5 yards per catch. So overall, Cup looked good coming back from his injury. I liked what I saw. And I think both. Cooper and um, Puka. No, we'll call him the Pook of the Cups. And uh, right now, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, overall, these use, I think these use two, them together. Just right, these two players become one. <laughs> but overall, I think these two guys will be able to uh, coexist in this um, offense, especially with Stafford leading the charge and whatnot. So overall, I think Cooper Cup will be a liable resource for your fantasy teams this season. So look, I, I think uh, next week, who knows, Cooper Cup could go for 204 touchdowns. Who knows? But overall, I was happy with what I saw with Cooper Cup. Your thoughts? He, he he didn't skip yeah he didn't skip a beat got got a got a got a new name and and didn't skip a beat i wasn't sure you know because they had jonathan taylor from indy they had him on kind of a pitch count you know and he he kind of backed up zach moss only got a few carries like i, I wasn't sure how they were going to use Co cooper coming back from the injury but didn't skip a beat uh, him and Puka are going to work just fine. Puka didn't really drop off at all. I think it's going to affect, you know, obviously Van Jefferson's out the door, but I think it's going to affect Tutu Atwell more than it's going to affect Puka. Puka, Puka and Cup are going to be a lethal one too. I mean, we could be, if, if Cooper stays healthy, man, we could be talking about these guys right up there with Waddle and Hill, uh, Chase Higgins, you know, got, uh, combos like that in the league. Ooh, because, you know, that, you know, that's only going to be. Monday! <laughs> oh, so with Donovan in your chat, Donovan. I know I, I, need, I, need to, I need to swipe right on all these ladies here. We, we need more. We, we 
more women on you know commenting and, and coming on the show uh yes but yes uh but yeah that that's i think that's kind of our breakdown with cooper cup you know he he's legit number one wide receiver in this offense and and i just think I think it's going to come down to matchups. You know, one week it could be Cup, one week it could be Puka. So I think these guys are going to be going kind of back and forth. And you know, they they were they're playing a you know they were playing. I can't remember who the heck they were playing just because because um, yeah, you know, it's just one of those teams that you know they're both like, hey, I'm just going to toss the ball. So other than that, Eagle, yeah. uh, Eagles. Yes. Yeah. Eagles. So it was. Yeah. So yeah, it was. I couldn't remember offhand exactly who they were playing, but. Yeah. So other than that, I think, yeah, that's just my opinion. I think it just comes down to matchups and if they can't run the ball, they're going to throw the ball. So, yeah. All right. Who do we have next? Is there a guy? I think there is. Is there a? Yeah. Where's it? Where's it? Where? Where? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? (laughs) Where's Brees Hall? Oh, there he is. <laughs> so we have a, a two-timer, a two-time guy who just hit our highlights once again. I love this guy. I could just put a ring on his finger right now if I could. Because <laughs> he's going to be fantasy right gold. There, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. 34, 34 points out on 52% of snaps, 22 attempts, 177 yards, one touchdown. He had 13 targets, eight receptions for 59 yards against that lousy, lousy Denver defense. Did they even show up at all? Because they're like, it would just open the floodgates for a breeze to just run, run wherever he wanted to go. It, but it's a good sign. I know it's Denver's defense. I mean, you and I could run for 100 yards on Denver's defense right now, but. Uh, it's a great sign that, you know, he's kind of back. I mean, people were, after week three, people were writing off. Brees, they're writing off. Jamar Chase, Burrow, like all these studs that you got to be patient. You got to be patient. The lesser guys, you know, you could maybe move off of, okay, you know, maybe Najee Harris or, you know, like, okay, this guy, the offensive line's terrible. He's, I don't think he's going to hit. He's not what he was two years ago. Guys like that, maybe in a smaller league, okay, smaller league, move off trade. I get it. But Brees, if you were patient with him, it's paying dividends now, you know, and, and, uh, you know, Jay's going to talk about Jamar chase here in a minute too. Uh, yeah. These guys, these studs, the, these, these, uh, premium, you know, top five, top 10 guys at their position. You just, you gotta be patient. You almost have to, you know, eat, you know, eat some crow for a little bit. And, and now Brees, you know, yeah, two weeks in a row, just killing it. Just killing yeah. it. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, you know, after kind of that first game where he almost had a touchdown and, you know, it was just a nice dividend to actually see like him just bust out him, like not gassing out at the end and wanting to get a touchdown in. I was just, I was sitting there and actually, and I was screaming out. I was like, fuck yeah, touchdown. (laughs) Yeah. I actually said some nice comments in the, in our discord. I was like, how you like those apples now? So, yeah, I was yeah. I was happy. <laughs> I was happy. So, uh, Brees Hall, a two time, two time, two, two time. Yep. So we have three players that were two times on our highlighted weekly player list already. Three players already. Ooh. 
now we got guy we have one guy was actually who actually made our list finally is Jamar Chase. Everybody drafted him first round, first pick, maybe second pick, wherever you were. I know if I had I, you know, me, I took Chase, you know, if I had the first pick, I would take Jamar Chase over JJ in a heartbeat because I'm a Jamar Chase fanatic. And uh he was all like to G- DJ Moore, hold hold my football for just a second. <laughs> yeah, because he yeah. got a, got a, got a, got a one up, got a one up, you my friend. Look at this, look <laughs> yep. at this stat line. I know he's like, I want I want fifty six points. I was out ninety three percent of snaps. I'm like, I want nineteen targets this time. Just so show me to show you who's boss. He had fifteen receptions, one hundred ninety two yards, twelve point eight yards per catch he's all like i had you know i was like i want more touchdowns in you so he's like i had three touchdown boy what about you dj Moore? so <laughs> but other than that i i was very well impressed the bear uh, you know the Bengals looked like they actually came out to actually play for once which was very very surprising i was just like where where, where was this offense all along you know it's just kind of like the first couple weeks are like you wanted to write all these guys, you know, you wanted to write these guys, you wanted to write them off. Just totally wanted to write them off. And now this week, they were just like, I think we wanted to come out and play and show what we're all made of. And it's just like, you know, when, when you draft a chase in the first round, this is what we, this is kind of the stuff we expected from, from chase, you know, you know, drafting him in our first, first, first or second pick overall. And I, and I think some of it had to do uh, with the fact that, you know, Higgins was out. So we saw Irwin, you know, a guy that maybe had a handful of NFL catches. I mean, he had a decent game. Obviously, Jamar Chase went off. <laughs> so uh, boy had a decent game. So uh, he was kind of the beneficiary there. But it's it's great to see that, you know, for the let's let's just unless something changes, let's assume Joe Burrow is healthy now. Let's let's he got he got worked out the kinks and I think the Bengals will be fine going forward. We'll see how they, you know, do this week. If it's, if it's you know, another performance like this, it's safe to be like, okay. Bengals are back. Uh, Jamar chase can be just fine. So, but it's good to know he's still capable of it. It gives fantasy owners confidence. Like, okay. Cause you're scram- first four weeks. I mean, you have shares of him. I mean, it's, it's scrambling. You're like, what's going oh, on? Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, you can, I mean, you can get into a little in fantasy. You can get into a little bit of a hole. I mean, you can go two and two, one and three and still be, able to survive make the playoffs but it's like you get to one and four you get to one and five two and five i mean you're that's pretty much season over so yeah pretty much when you're your first round pick is not hitting after four weeks you're just like oh shit you're scrambling you're contemplating you know you're contemplating your life like life decisions and should i trade the guy (laughs) but yeah he patient with chase you were patient with Brees hall and and now you know everybody's paying dividend you know it's paying dividends and and that's that's great to see jamar chase he at their peak, like, you know, they're fully healthy, you know, Burrow versus Cousins, you know, just one-on-one. Yeah, I would take Jamar Chase, too. He scores more touchdowns. I mean, Jefferson puts up more yards, but let's be honest, it takes 60 yards to get one touchdown, the equivalent of one touchdown in fantasy. So I'd rather have a guy that scores two or three touchdowns every week than a guy that gets me 150 yards but no touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. It, it, it's very it's very close. That's why they were they were one one a when they were drafted. I mean these guys were going one two two one. So, but yeah, Jamar Chase went off. Beast, beast. Yes, yes, that is damn right. 
um, for my last last highlighted player of the week. I know Eli's got a couple too as well, but we have the same highlighted player of the week. I have Zach Moss. Unfortunately, my dumbass decides to, oh, Taylor's back. I don't think Moss is going to be liable anymore to my team anymore. Droop dropped him to waivers, and I'm like, oh, I know. no. Oh, no. I'm like, why oh, no, in the hell oh, did I no. just do that for? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. So, anyways, I unfortunately dropped Zach Moss. I need a red light for fantasy malpractice. This guy's a this guy's a multiple <laughs> year, multiple time champion. It, it, fantasy malpractice. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah so unfortunately i dropped mac uh the mac to the moss to the waivers and yeah. I, I just i just had no choice in that because i thought honestly you know with taylor coming back that he was gonna eat eat you know eat up the you know attempts eat up the you know snap count and whatnot so i figured you know but i should have just realized at that time i needed I needed a different. I needed somebody else. So at that time, Zach Moss was a guy. I'm like, well, I can totally just drop just because of Taylor coming back, and now it's very possible these guys could have a two-headed monster. You know, with you know, with Taylor slowly kind of getting kind of back into you know football shape. I guess you could put it that way. Um, Moss will probably end up getting those carries. I mean, he was out there in 80 percent of snaps. I can't. I don't know what Taylor was out there what his snap count was, but I'm sure it was a little bit less than that. Um, but Moss went off for 39 points, 23 attempts, 165 yards, and two touchdowns. I was I was watching Red Zone, and I'm just, I was just shaking my head, and I was like, why? Why did I do that? Because, you know. Why? Yeah. This is, this yeah, is the third, third fail of the night. <laughs> right uh but yeah other than that I, i'll probably try to get zach moss back on my team if i can but i don't know if not i'll probably be trying to pick up a different guy that i'll be mentioning in our waivers too as well so if i can't get zach moss i'm going to go a different direction but overall i'm pretty well happy with zach moss i mean he's been he's been the dude i mean he, this guy's been talented i mean we've mentioned him before already in our in our streams how you know i've watched zach moss with down with the utah utes and i mean this guy eats he can eat and eat and eat he just he didn't have he didn't have the right opportunity to actually you know get to work you know he went to the bills he was he was in front behind singletary he wasn't getting anything he wasn't getting used so they finally I'm traded sure, him out and, and you know what we did we did I had to, and we did the same players this week. So I'm going to piggyback right where Jay's at. Uh, and you know what? He, he was an 80% of the snaps. That's obviously that percentage is going to go down as they work Taylor more in, but still uh, guy has almost, you know, has over 400 yards rushing this year. I mean, three touchdowns. He's, he's got some reception. I, I didn't include that, but he's got over hundred yards receiving so far. So, uh, you know, he, he's kind of, he's kind of shedding that bus label. I mean, ball. I I wonder how many other backs could have been better had they not been in Buffalo. You know what I mean? Like, like how, <laughs> how good could could James Cook be? You know, if he was somewhere else, Singletary wasted away. He's you know he's just a backup now in Houston. But how many backs they probably screwed up that they don't know what they're you know they can't they have no running game in Buffalo. 
it's all Josh Allen pretty much. Uh, but yeah, uh, great week for Zach Moss. He's my gold star player of the week. He was one of Jay's highlighted players. Just, just a monster week. And it's, it's good to see. Yeah. We, we both remember him from Utah. I mean, I mean, they're doing just fine. I mean, they're, you know, top 10 team right now. And, and, and uh, the college rankings and and you know right up there with with the Oregon and USC and Washington to compete for that Pac-12 title, but you know so they're not missing him that much. But uh, is that, yeah, I, I think he's worked his way in where they have a one-two punch now. And if going into the year you would have been like, okay, it's Jonathan Taylor if he's not traded, Jonathan Taylor and who, you know, Deion Jackson, like anybody, mm. you know, no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was waiting for the crickets. I was waiting for a cricket sound effect. It didn't happen. Uh, but it. No, it <laughs> yeah. Yep. Zach Moss, uh, Gold Star Player of the Week, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna before we get into the waivers, I've got one more guy. Unless Jay, Jay, do you have any more uh, things or um, anything to uh, wrap uh, up with any of the yeah, players? Um, I was just going to say, Zach Moss is the number eight running back on the year already, which is crazy. Um, he's actually got 98, 98 fancy points already. Um, rushing yards, he is actually, let's see where he's at. He's actually third in rushing right now behind Chris, CMC and Christian Mc, or, and Achan. So he's third in rushing right now. Oh, he's going to, he's going to jump him. You know, he's going to be injured for three, four weeks. So, yeah, who who would have thought, you know, after after week six, I mean, if Moss has even a relatively decent game, you know, 75 yards in week six, who would have thought that Zach Moss would be the number two, uh, you know, rusher in the league after six weeks? I mean, nobody. Absolutely nobody. And, so that's that's incredible. And, and then uh, Brees Hall is actually sixth overall in rushing yards as well. So. Yeah. We come in, we come in. He's coming. If if uh, Brees will be in the top five very very soon. Yes, if Brees Hall can uh, keep up, what he's, if Brees Hall can continue what he's yeah. doing, I think he can actually take the rushing record. I he's he's gonna have he's honestly gonna have to. And the Jets are two and three, and you know Zach Wilson. I mean, he is what he is, but he's played a little better the last couple weeks. Uh, if the if the Jets are gonna have any chance at the playoffs at a wild card, yeah, Brees is gonna have to go off for you know, probably 1,900 yards. I mean, this is going to have to be a monster, monster season to have, for the Jets to have any chance. And he's capable of it. I mean, guy stays healthy. We know how good he is. I mean, we're, we were talking him up on this show last year before he got hurt. He was he was the leading rusher in the league for a reason. You know, this, guy, this guy's a beast. Um, so that, those are all the highlighted players. So I'm going to do a new segment here. Uh, on the rise. On the rise. Oof. Got the graph. We got the graph going and going and going and going and going and going, <laughs> and going up. He's going. He's only going up from here. So this is uh this is one of our boys. Is actually uh, Pierre Strong. He was uh, running back at SDSU, which is South Dakota State. For for those of you that don't live out here, um, he's a damn good running back. Was a, a you know, all American in 2021 in uh, the FCS level. So, I mean, this guy, you know, he had the goods coming out. He's a fourth round pick by the Patriots a couple years ago. Uh, you know, got decent size, decent speed. Of course, the Patriots screwed that up. They don't <laughs> look, I mean, they're screwing up Ramondre Stevenson. They don't know what to do with Zeke. You know, he's a, he's a goal line monster. Even at this point in his career, can't figure him out. Cut Pierre strong. Just incompetent. That whole Patriot. I'm glad we didn't even mention them. You know, they're just trash. They're <laughs> absolute garbage. Belichick. 
Jones, the whole damn, the whole damn team. You just they should, they should be con- this year. They should be contracted. Bring bring in the XFL champions. Bring in the USFL champions. Get rid of the Patriots. They're junk. But they had him, they had they had him under roster. Uh, lost him. But you know, with the injury to Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford is good. Jerome Ford has been a nice. You know, not a revelation, but he's been a nice fill-in, better than Josh Kelly was in, in with the Chargers. I mean, Josh Kelly's been a bust in terms of filling in for for a stud like Eckler. Uh, you know, Ford's done a really good job filling in for Nick Chubb, but you know, this might be the next guy up. You know, you're not a fourth-round pick out of an F- FCS level team unless you got the goods. I mean, this guy has got the goods. Uh, week one, you know, and so so the point of this segment is is I'm looking for guys that that are on the trajectory. So. Um, to be honest, I don't have a percentage in front of me that he's rostered, or, or I'm assuming you can get him in just about any 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 league, though. I, if I were to guess, I would say he's five percent or less rostered. Maybe Jay can look that up quick, but uh, uh, I, I want to look for guys that are steadily on the rise and guys you could easily pick up or trade for. And you know, he'll be the first one. Uh, week two, and so week one, he didn't have anything against the Bengals, and that was kind of a blowout when they were they weren't even focused on him. And Nick Chubb was in there. He, uh, he wasn't really going to get looks. It was Nick Chubb and Jerome Ford. Week two, got a couple attempts, got a, you know, got a goal line touchdown, which was, you know, that's that's a nice start. Week three, you know, uh, six attempts, 27 yards, not bad, solid. And, uh, you know, up to week four, had five attempts for 49 yards. So he's getting a little work in there. You know, he, week four, they, you know, they had a bye week last week, but week six, we'll see what he does in week six. He's worth in a deeper league. Where running backs are at a premium. If you're in a 16 man, 20 man, you know, uh, in the dynasty league that me and Jay do, I actually uh, brought him up from the the taxi squad or, or you know the practice squad as we call it. Like I brought him up because I see him going places. I, I really do. And and we're only a Jerome Ford injury away from getting some more some more Pierre Strong. So I I thought I'd you know debut this segment. And I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on on Pierre Strong either from you know his NFL you know his two years in the NFL or or from his SDSU days? Um. I well, he's actually only five percent rostered, which is very yep. very very not not a lot. So he's actually widely available. Actually widely available and actually in deeper leagues too as well only people that probably have him wrapped up are in dynasty leagues so other than that he's widely available um but yeah i was actually going to say real quick is it's funny because you know pierce strong i believe before he actually did get drafted that he was actually like one um one of the like top five like better running backs in the fcs system where we're like the other other guy we mentioned, Jamal, Jaleel Jamal, Jamil, yes, he was he was actually a top five um, running back in the FCS system. Unlikely, not he went undrafted, unfortunately, but he actually had the talent to actually he actually had the talent to. I think he could have been drafted in a sixth or even seventh round, but. Yeah, this guy went undrafted. You know, he was. I watched him get drafted by the Patriots. And I was just like, I actually threw up in my mouth just a little bit because I'm like, yep, he's not going to get. <laughs> they're going to screw gonna him up. <laughs> yeah, they're not. He's not going to see any work. He's not going to get. He's pretty much going to be like a lost boy at sea. So, but I'm for you know with him trading, I'm like, ooh, him actually getting traded to the Browns. Now there's a slight opportunity for him to actually possibly actually see a little time this year. So I'm I'm happy that he's. I mean, I'm happy he's with the Browns, but not with, you know, I've, you know, 
wish he probably went somewhere else besides the Browns, but this is the best opportunity for him to actually get some work in and uh, see what he's made of. That's my thoughts. Oh yeah, no, I, and that's, that's, that's great that, um, you know, a couple of these FCS guys are panning out now. That's, that's great that, that, you know, and we talked about McLaughlin last week, talk about Pierre strong this week. I think it's a good segment. You know, do guys guys like this that are underrated or that might be, you know, sitting on if you're if you're in a dynasty league, especially, you know, if he's sitting on your taxi squad, if you're in a 20 man league, he's buried in your bench. Oh, there's hope here. Because like Jay, Jay may, you know, and, and Jay's a professional fantasy player, but like he made he made an impulsive move on Zach Moss and, and he might pay the price for it. So we make mistakes. So this segment maybe could help, you know, people you know, minimize the mistakes. Like, okay, before you drop this guy, you know, consider okay, he's he's actually putting up, he's actually getting more, you know, carries or he's getting he's getting some receiver looks. Like, you know, you can say that about Roshan Johnson from from uh, Chicago. He, he could have been another candidate for on the rise because he stays healthy with what, you know, the, the, the you know, the, the, the injury that, that injuries they've had at running back, you know, uh, Foreman's not anything special. Khalil Herbert's going to be out for a while. Um, you know, Roshan Johnson is easily going to work, work his way up, especially in, in the, in the passing game. So, uh, he would have been another candidate this week, but yeah, we'll we'll find these hidden gems. Actually, let's let's see here real quick. Let's see if I can actually pop this up here. I got, I got, I probably try to share one thing real quick too, since you actually brought up some. I'm actually I'm actually gonna try to work on doing a little something like this for probably probably each week, and we can actually um, bring up. Uh, see if this works here. I'm actually working. Uh, I just did this. Yeah, I just did this. Uh, I just like did this today. It's kind of a kind of like your fancy studs of the kind of like a small weekly. They do like it's almost like a little flyer, like a small little weekly thing where I'll I'll post this either in our Discord channel um, or Facebook our Facebook group. And I do. We actually do have a Algorithm Fancy Facebook page. So if you guys actually want to. Go over there and follow us. Like that page over there as well. I'll I'll probably work on actually posting some of this stuff. I actually did post some of this stuff over in there, but you know, do some fancy studs, duds, and we could probably do some risers like this, and then we can we can we can put a peer strong on here, or you know, some other risers that we think that are under underachieved, or or maybe could see it the spotlight. So I think something like this would kind of work out. So if you guys want to see some more stuff like this, I post this stuff in our Discord channel, which is the link is in the description below. Um, and then uh, I'll probably post these on our other social medias, Facebook our and our Facebook page as well. So I think this will, I think this is something we could probably do going forward for, you know, say guys like Pierre Strong and stuff like that. But yeah, that's just kind of a little short thing here. I no, I, I told him I told him on Messenger. You know, I DM'd it. I'm like, dude, I, I love these. They're almost like, you know, like remember those little sayings you'd get on the trading cards, you know, like on baseball cards, football cards when we were kids. That's what this I love. I love this little flyer thing you did, man. <laughs> this needs to be an every week thing. I'm digging this. Yep. I, I thought it would be kind of I was like, hmm, this is this is what happens when you have time at work while you are working you start thinking of things like this to actually put out Beautiful for people to actually <laughs> right work working while you are working at the same time but other than that uh we got a little sidetrack there everybody but uh 
it's it doesn't hurt to actually bring up some other names to kind of mention in this fantasy world just because you you don't know anything you don't know what's going to happen there's there's a player that's in an injury injury prone away from happening and then it's going to be the next guy up so it's we don't want to see injuries happening to guys but i mean it's just part of football it's a violent sports and it's just shit happens yeah so we're that's basically what we're doing we're getting you primed for that next injury because it will happen i mean did at this time last week did anybody suspect okay my first round pick is probably could possibly be done for the year I mean, I mean, Justin Jefferson might be done for the year. I mean, there's boom there. There is your top five fantasy pick gone over. You know, it's just season is in peril now. Now you're scrambling and receivers, you know, I don't think it's as important as quarterback, but, you know, in terms of like who you can find, I mean, there's a huge difference between Patrick Mahomes, obviously, and what Ryan Tannehill can put up. You know, and if you're scrambling to trade for a quarterback or pick one up, so receiver, you might be able to get, and that's why hell we're talking about uh, our uh, our waiver uh, pickups because you might get some help in the Justin Jefferson category or any of these running backs that are struggling coming back from from injury. You know, Eckler and, and Saquon, Ooh. those guys. Um, quarterbacks, even hell, you know, Richardson's going to be out for a little bit, so that's why. Jay's going to jump into his 10 to 12 man league and his, his sleeper 16. I'm going to jump off. I'm going to kick things off. Right. I'm going to do the week six pickups and this is all based on Yahoo. So that's where I go. And in the percentages that are listed by the player, that's, that's percentage rostered. And I try to keep it under 20% so that, you know, it's almost like a universal thing. Like if you're in a 10 man, 12 man, 20 man, 16 man, like any size league that you're in, you can go and get one of these guys. You don't have to worry. You know, obviously, I'd love to put up C.J. Stroud. I'd love to put up, um, you know, a few guys of, of, of that caliber. But the, at this point, C.J. is probably seventy-five percent rostered. Let's just be honest. I mean, he, you're not you're not getting him. The time to get C.J. would have been week two or week three, uh, yeah. if, if that. So, uh, number one, I'm gonna put K.J. Osborne. Twelve percent rostered. That's a steal. I mean, this guy, Jordan Addison's good. I'm like really good, but. He ain't Justin Jefferson, so I mean those those targets are, yeah, yes, hell yeah, um, that's great. But yeah, Os- Osborne's shown flat. He's been a number three for years and has shown flashes. He he was productive when when you know when it was Diggs, Thielen, and and Osborne. He was productive when it was Jefferson, Thielen, Osborne. Now it's going to be uh, Addison and Osborne. So we'll see what we'll see what KJ can do when he when he's actually you know in the starting lineup every week getting getting full-time targets, full-time looks. We'll see what he can do. I think KJ's a steal at 12%. You've got, you, you got to have him on your bench for, for KJ. Absolutely. We, we've both been fans of his for a couple of years. Just don't think he's gotten the opportunities. Uh, number two, yeah. this guy kind of came out of nowhere. I, I remember watching the, the college playoffs last year, you know, TCU and Michigan and then TCU and Georgia and the national title game. And uh, Amari uh, DiMercato, like he kind of, Kind of came out, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. He's undrafted, and but the Cardinals, Cardinals are going to be on this list quite a bit. I mean, they're they're on the waiver list every week because, uh, I mean, they try, they do, they they play hard, they try hard, but I mean, they're, you know, they're deficient of players or they have a lot of injuries. So you're going to have the Josh Dobbs's roll through the waivers. You're going to have you know, last week we had Michael Wilson. You know, maybe maybe Rondale, if Rondale, you know, dips ever dips below 20% rostered, we'll get Rondale on this list. 
Um, another running back they picked up, I put it in the scroll on the bottom at the beginning of the show, uh, Tony Jones from, from the Saints, who actually had a decent game, you know, filling in for uh, Alvin Kamara. I think it was week two or something. So, you know, Tony Jones might get some carries here too. Uh, but Dee Mercado, you know, he's worth a look. I mean, he had a decent game uh, against Cincinnati on Sunday, and we'll see what he can do in week six. Like I said, these running backs are, it, it, especially deeper leagues, they are hard to find. So anybody, like I said, it's the pretty girl at the dance. It's like 40 guys, one girl. Everybody's rushing to that girl. Everybody's going to be rushing to a running back that shows any kind of promise. So I'd put him at two. Another running back we, that we both like a lot, Kendra Miller from, from the Saints, uh, got, got some more usage than normal in week five, which is good. Him and him and Kamara should be the one-two punch there. They shouldn't, you know, no offense to Tony Jones Jr. and these other kind of, you know, lesser guys they've had getting carries throughout the year. Jamal Williams has been hurt. I mean, he's kind of been a bust for what they, you know, the kind of contract they gave him after that monster year with Detroit last year. So it, now everything's playing out the way it should. Um, uh, Alvin Kamara's back and Kendra Miller, is probably, you know, and he, he should have an effect. I mean, he, he's a not, you know, Ed Kamara is in his seventh year. So, you know, he's not, he's not going to be the workhorse that he used to be like every week. So Kendra Miller, you know, he stays healthy. Uh, great number two. And I, I I kind of like the Saints running game. I do. If they, if they both these guys stay healthy, uh, Saints could be going place with that. Only 12% rostered, worth a roster spot, especially in a deeper league. Stash him away. Samuel. He's, dude, like, he's having a, like, a deceptively good year. He's had double digit fantasy points in three of the five games. Like he, you know, I remember him in Carolina a couple years ago. He kind of went off the radar when the, when Washington signed him. And and now now he's back. You could almost argue he's been their number one guy this year. Him and Howell, you know, have a good rapport. I mean, Logan Thomas is back from the dead, and so and so is Samuel. Uh, you know, McLaurin. I don't know if he's right. If he just something's going on, he's. I, I don't think he's a young guy. I don't think he's lost a step. But McLaurin's kind of been out of the mix. Dotson, they, you know, he hasn't really, uh, you know, popped like we thought he might in his second year. But yeah, Samuel only eighteen percent roster. I, I'd snag him up right now. He's a guy you can literally pick up. And in a 12, 16-man league, especially with bye weeks going on now, he's a guy you could put right in the starting lineup. You could put in the flex spot, and I'd feel comfortable playing him. Like I said, three of the five games, double-digit fantasy points. And the last guy at number five, I got to get, you know, I, I ripped the guy, and, and we we probably both have at some point. You know, Desmond Ritter's been, he's been really good. He's had, uh, you know, two of the five, fan, uh, it's two of the five that he's had 26 points or above in fantasy. And I think it's it, I think it's three of the five that he's had more than twenty, which I mean he gets a lot of hate, but three of the five games having over twenty fantasy points for a quarterback that's not bad. That's like Russell Wilson, and people you know people univer even at this point they universally think Russ is better than Desmond Ritter. Well, I I don't think there's much, but fantasy wise there's not much of a difference at all. Like Desmond Ritter is like right there, and you know Sam Howell, a couple other guys that are underrated. Baker Baker's still out there. I could have put Baker in this spot. Uh, but yeah, Desmond Ritter only five percent rostered. You know, if they get any, they he has weapons. Like if this were to ever take off, you would get a major steal. I know I, I have him in one of our dynasty leagues, and I'm just I'm I'm sitting him there. I'm waiting because it's like he's got Pitts, he's got Drake London. You know, Van Jefferson is Van. You know, he is what he is. But I mean, that's a you know, here and there he'll catch a seventy yard touchdown. He's capable of that. You know, and catch a bomb. Uh, the running game they have. You know, Desmond can move a little bit. You know, things are, yeah, things might be looking up for the Falcons offense. Only 5% roster, like I said. Uh, put Desmond Ritter at five, and those are uh, it's my fab five. <sighs> Should just call it a fab four. Just 
keep Ritter out of this because I don't oh my like God, Ritter. No. Don't be hating on Ritter. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna ask you. So if you had if you had to choose, okay, you have you have four quarterback options, you know, in the in the waivers for guys that are, that are gonna be starting at least the next couple weeks for sure. Okay, you have you have an option between Josh Dobbs, Baker Mayfield, Desmond Ritter, or Gardner Minshew. Who are, who are the two two of those four quarterbacks that you're keeping that you, that you try to go and get two of the four? I would go with Minshew, and I would actually probably go with um, Baker. That's just my. I I, I like that's, Baker. No, that's fine. Because, I mean, oh, go ahead, Jay. Um, I mean, Minchu is he's he has he's actually getting the the rapport with a lot of these guys, even though he's you know AR five kind of in it. He's kind of been in and out, but the guy who's going to actually kind of be on the rise is you know Josh Downs, just because he'll be a blanket for Minchu. Um, Pierce is kind of there. You know, you got that two headed monster with you know Moss and Taylor. So overall, I like Minchu in this situation. Raider, I just don't. Th- think he has the goods yet for me to actually buy in i just just he had only two, he so far he's only had two games with over 20 over 20 points and then the rest of the games are under 10 points so i mean this was the only time he was actually a this week he was actually a qb6 this week other than that he's like a qb25 qb26 i mean he was a qb30 so i mean this is the first time that I seen that he was a QB six. Other than that, I I, think, I just I think I was wearing these glasses. I th- I I could have swore it was three of the five. I I must be I must be missing stuff. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> I, but anyways, that's fine. No, that's fine. Minshew and Baker because that's because realistically, these are the waiver guys everybody's looking at. Whether you're sleeper, ESPN, Yahoo. So that's a good that's a good discussion point between those four because those are a lot of the guys that you're looking at when you're in the deeper leagues and you're looking for that backup quarterback or that two quarterback league you're looking for the you know bye week fill-in guy these are the options i would take baker and and uh desmond ritter but i i you know with what with what Minshew is working with with the weapons yeah i agree like he's got i mean he's got some upside definitely Pittman jr uh taylor can you know work out of the backfield catch passes uh josh downs is kind of coming into his own so uh you know uh, granson's not a terror you know not anything special at tight end, but he's not, ter- you know, not terrible. He catches passes. So he got a few, you got a few guys to work with in Indy, you know, and, and Minshew's show yeah. flashes. He's had three, 300 yard games before in the pros. So. Oh, most, most definitely. Um, but yeah, before we, uh, swap, swap over onto my side of waivers, um, Donovan says, what if Keaton, 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 Ingram plays this week. He's been ruled out. Keate. <laughs> Well, Makes we just want to drink, <laughs> right? Um, we just mentioned, you know, you know, uh, Imare. So just, I think, I think it's going to come down to best player at hand, and I, you know, with Imare kind of already being involved already somewhat, you know, Keaton hasn't really been involved, and in, yeah, you know, just looking at his stat lines, and he's had contribute very, very little. So I think they're going to be going. I think it's going to. I think they're going to ride the hot hand on what kind of happens here, especially when it comes to the running back. But, but, but that doesn't mean Donovan that Ingram is not going to have value. Let's say week 10, 
you know, because we, we, with a lot of these like fill in, you know, lesser known mediocre kind of ba- running backs, these by committee places, it's, it's always subjective to the, like Jay was saying, like, who's the hot hand? What, what week is it? So, uh, Ingram, you could probably get away. Oh, because I know what you're, I know what you're saying. You don't want him to pop for 65 yards and a touchdown this week. And then everybody and their mom picks him up and he can't get him. I, I understand what you're saying. I don't think this is the week though. I, 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 I think a De Mercado is, is going to be, if, if anybody's going to pop, it's going to be him this week. So I would hold off on that Ingram thought for at least another couple weeks and then see, see if he gets worked in at all. Let's see if he gets, you know, like Pierre strong with the Browns. Let's see if Ingram gets five carries for 37 yards or, you know, it works his way in where it's like, okay, because I don't think it's just going to come like an avalanche. I don't think he's going to, Ingram's going to come in and his first game is going to, have 23 carries, 150 yards, and a touchdown. I don't think, you know, so hold off on that to answer your question. Yep, yep for sure. Um, for Now for anybody who's actually played on a sleeper platform, um, this is for your 10 to 12, 12 yeah. man leagues. Um, I got I got Minchu up in here. I got the Minchu, the guy that looks like he's from the 70s and just that slick hair, bandana. Uncle Rico. <laughs> but yes, you know, with yeah, with AR five more likely missing a month, Minchu, I I would probably go on if you actually, especially in two QB leagues, I'd be uh, snagging up Minchu. You know, we just kind of we just kind of overtalked Ritter here just a little bit. You know, I would probably pick up Minchu over Ritter just because I just like the I just like what Ritter, um, Minchu has as far as weapon wise. Um, Ritter, we are you know he's got upside, but I just I'm not buying in yet on Ritter. I just I have to see, a, I have to see probably another good game from him. Maybe you know, another, maybe one or two, two more games if he can be a top ten quarterback. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, we got DM, DM Carto at one uh, percent. He's out there. Um, DJ Shark, if you need somebody, he's out there about nineteen percent. That's D, DJ is kind of the only guy that, that I've seen that's kind of liable right now, you know, especially with you know. Um, Mont St. Brown maybe missing a couple weeks or so. Um, wait, DJ Shark. Oh wait, no, I messed that up. He's a he's a frick. God damn it, he's a Jaguar. No, just How go with dare him. Me? Just, 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 just go with him. Anytime, anytime DJ Shark, anytime DJ Shark puts up a monster fantasy week, we're gonna play the Jaws music. Dun 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 dun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yes he's a jaguar so yeah it was, he did know, play like a shark he did play like a shark this week though he, he earned yeah. that name <laughs> but if you have if you have amon st brown on your team and you know and he's gonna miss a couple weeks pick go out and snag up dj shark in that situation um logan logan thomas you know he's a tight end as kind of he's kind of simmering with you know being a top 15 um tight end more than likely and he's uh, Sam Howell's go-to guy for his little cushion for his cushion cushion for the pushing, um, but uh, he more Logan Thomas cushion, more pushing baby. <laughs> but yes, um, Logan Thomas would will be that guy um, if you need a tight end for this week. And I got I got my main guy over here, uh, KJ Osborne. Um, he's two hell yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me, he's two percent rostered. So. Um, it's gonna. Um, I think he'll be a number three. Uh, be a number three in this just because they got Addison, uh, Hawkinson, and they do got a little bit of Madison. But KJ Osborne can blossom with you know 
JJ being out for a month, you know. So I mean, this is his opportunity to actually, you know, be explosive. And you know, the things that we've seen with him previously last year, he's the guy that you know we want to see get some get some balls, you know. So KJ Osborne, if you need him, go snag him up. And we have Tajay Spears. He might be thirty-seven percent rostered. I just, I just like this kid. I mean, he's, he got, he got more bulk of the run of the carries from, um, you know, the main guy, you know. So, I just like the D fact that, uh, yes, the 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 D man himself, um, Tajay Spear, thirty seven percent rostered. He actually had a, I think he had a touchdown. And he, I mean, this kid is explosive. You know, this the way he just cuts in out in and out of these, you know, diff, you know, the offensive line and he just bursts. I, you know, I actually had to drop Tajay Spears too in, in a league or two, and I, these are the guys that I, you know, it's just it's one of those things I had to try to find a wide receiver, and I didn't. It's like, all right, well, I have to drop Tajay Spears, even though I really didn't want to. He was a, at that time was the guy I, I I had to cut, you know, to actually pick up somebody, and you know, I didn't want to drop guys like you know, the Moss and Spears, but you have you have no choice in actually having to drop these guys to, you know, pick up a wide receiver or a tight end, you know? So it's just kind of, this is one of those things that kind of suck, you know, for a fantasy manager making these hard decisions and, you know, Spears, I have him in some of my leagues and I didn't want to drop him and I had to drop him, but go out there, get Spears. I think this will be kind of, this will be a one, two punch with, uh, D, you know, D Henry and Spears. This I, I'm, I'm going to say it. This guy is one Derek Henry. Derrick Henry, I can't even say his name. He's one Derrick Henry injury, one injury away from 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 being, you know, like I don't want to say Brees Hall. I mean, Brees Hall is a monster, top five running back in my opinion. Uh, but he's he's going to explode. I mean, this is going to be a a Jerome Ford situation where he kind of comes out of nowhere and he's getting hundred yard games and like, wow, okay. Um, you know, or uh, a chain from from Miami. He's he's gonna have that type of explosion onto the scene where everybody's gonna know who Tajay Spears is by next year. They will. So I mean, if you can get on him now, uh, thirty seven percent. That's not bad. I mean, that's reason you can probably get him in a twelve man. Uh, we just yeah. but I we do the twenty percent less than twenty percent stuff because it's just you know we know there's a variety of leagues. We know there's deeper leagues. It's hard to get, but 12, 10, 12 man, you could definitely get Tajay Spears and he he'd be worth definitely worth a pickup and you know stash him on the bench for sure. Yep. All right. Now for those deeper. So now for those deeper, deeper leagues. Going, going deep, going real deep. Yeah, we're going real deep. This one was this one was a bugger for me because I was I had I had to think and I'm like, I'm like, man, it's just like there was very slim pickings. And if you really, really need somebody, I mean, you know, Dia Diamaro Cagardo. He just, we just, we just call this guy that tequila guy. Ed, he's he's Ed. He sounds like you get some of that blue chew that they have on the internet. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, other than that, um, he's he's one percent rostered. Um, so I have Baker Mayfield and Minshew. I mentioned Minshew already. You know, especially in your if you're two quarterbacks, you know, deep leagues. If you're needing somebody, especially with the buys, you know, with Pittsburgh and Green Bay being out, you know, you don't have pit, you know, you don't have uh love or uh picket, you know, Minshew and Baker Mayfield. 
are valuable assets to actually comprehend for those guys missing out. If you need somebody, uh, we just mentioned, we talked, I just mentioned, I like Baker. I'll probably even try to shoot for Baker in some, some of my uh, waivers too. Um, I like Baker, Baker just because he's got, he's got the weapons. He's got the offensive weapons. You know, he's got um, Godwin, he's got Evans and the other guy, Trey Palmer too, as well. And then there was, a, there was um the other, Hopkins. the other kids, Hopkins, the yep. young kid, Hopkins. Yeah. Yep. Yep, he is the other one too as well. I mean, so don't sleep on um Trey Palmer too much. I, I just think I think it I think it's gonna, gonna go back and forth between Tompkins and um Palmer just to see you know, so I think it's just gonna be I kind agree. of uh you know, that's one of those situations, kind of the wide receiver three. I mean, it's you know, Trey Palmer is still kind of we mentioned him before already. I mean, he's still learning the route tree, you know, he's very limited in what he can and can't do, you know? So, I mean, he's still kind of a working prospect in a lot of these, you know, in these aspects of the football game. I mean, he was very limited when he was with Nebraska. So I just think slowly, eventually, I think Trey Palmer will be worked into these, this, the situations that they need, but they already got Mike Evans. They already got, you know, playmakers, you know, but don't, Keep just keep your eye out on Trey Palmer. I mean, I just want to mention that because we've been talking about him most of the summer. But Trey Palmer is a guy we like too. So just you know, just keep him in your back of your mind. You don't have to go out and pick him up. I mean, if you got the space for him, maybe go pick him up. But other than that, um, Darius Slayton. I know you mentioned Wandale. It's I hate putting I hate it's, putting it's a any, juggling act. It's a juggling act it. with these giant receivers. You're like, pick your poison. I, on, uh, quite honestly, I don't want any part of the Giants' offense at all. Period. Just because there's there's nothing going on. It's just, it's it's a wasteland of wide receivers because you you just don't know who's popping. They're not they're not getting they're not getting any traction going. I mean that's the downfall. But Slayton is you know if they really needed somebody you know Slayton was their kind of their target target guy that you know got the targets, got the touchdowns, got the yards, the yak yards, stuff like that. He was kind of that guy, but. When you got a whole slew of, you know, Sterling Shepard, Wondell Robinson, and freaking bunch of um, Jalen Hyatt, you know, so it's they have a slew of guys that just were just sitting there ready to be plucked. They're like, hey, I want, you know, I want 200 yards and three touchdowns. They're just ready for, they're ready for it. They just can't get anything going. But uh, and Tyler Tyler Clunk, the Clunk monster of the, the guy, the guy who, <laughs> the guy who actually. Um, one um, angry runs this week. I was actually watching that this morning. So he actually oh. won. <laughs> he he won the scepter. So yeah, he. Uh, um, so if you need a tight end in deeper leagues, I think Tyler is the guy I would kind of be looking at. He's actually been getting. He's actually had 28 targets overall for the total of the year. So he's been averaging five or six targets per game. So I mean, if you need, you know, so. If, if you need somebody, Wilson is looking at uh, Cronklin for some targets as well. So that is my top six sleepers for your deeper leagues. Whew. But we have two I, more seconds. And, and, and I was going to say, I was going to say quick too, Jay, uh, an honorable mention. Uh, and I know uh, he was on the, I think he was in the previous screen, uh, Logan Thomas. But yeah, Logan Thomas is another guy in a, in a 16 man. You could probably get him too. He's, it's like he's resurrected from the dead. I mean, he's like the Logan Thomas from a couple of years ago, you know, before he, all the injuries started piling up. So yeah, Conklin, mm-hmm. not you know, not bad. He's a back is a backup 16 man tight end. Yeah, he's perfect. Him, Logan Thomas, 
And Thomas, you probably start. He's, I think Jay was saying he's 11th rated uh, fantasy tight end right now. Conklin's probably what, probably like around 20. So, I mean, yeah, he's not, um, not bad. I can look him up quick. I think, I think he's, yeah. I think he's up there a little bit too. Um, I'll look at season wise here real quick. Look that up here. See, he's he's got to check. He's got to check this now because I said Desmond Ritter had one more twenty-plus fantasy game that he actually did. De I'm talking up Desmond Ritter like he's the best thing since sliced bread, and I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Cronkling is actually 18th tight end on the oh, season. Closer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's behind. So at top of them, you got Kyle Pitts, Higby, Ertz, Ferguson. Jono Smith, Schultz. So I mean, these guys are all in the same ballpark, you know. So I mean, it's it is what it is. <laughs> but yes, it's kind of been a long haul already. So I mean, we appreciate everybody that's everybody that has been tuning in with us. We just have a few more segments to actually whip out, and then you guys can leave us, go on and do all those waiver claims. I'll be doing some waiver claims, and yeah, it's. If, and if you're not doing those waiver claims, you're probably sending a DFS team, which means, okay, Eli, where do I go? Uh, there's a couple. FanDuel, there's DraftKings. I happen to like DraftKings. That's why I usually go with with the DraftKings here. Uh, usually the classic nine-man, that's just my favorite. I'm not a, you know, and the snake, you know, like the drafting stuff or seven-player or any of that. So I usually base this off the, the classic nine-man. And you, you know you get you get your you get your amount of money, and then you build your team from there. Uh, I usually do the full slate. I usually do all the games, you know, Thursday to Monday. Whip it out, whip it out. I'm gonna whip you out, Donovan. I'm gonna whip you right in the shape and tell you how to set your DFS team right right now. But these are so these are my bargains of the week. Money. So these are my bargains for the week here. And uh, why not start? With my new favorite quarterback, Desmond Ritter. Now the thing is, I keep this under fifty five hundred. Okay, so well, Eli, wouldn't you want Patrick Mahomes or Jalen or Josh Allen? I I can't touch those; they're too expensive. We're looking for bargains here so that you can go and get a Jamar Chase, you can go and get a Tyreek, you can go get a CMC. You know that, that you when you when you hit on a lot of these these cheaper guys, you can go and get the premium guys. So that's the point of the segment. But Desmond Ritter. I'll put, you know what? They're playing Washington. Everybody's been putting up yards on Washington's defense. Washington's defense is is not as bad as Denver, but they're bad. So Desmond Ritter should have should have a, a really decent game. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, between rushing and passing, if he had at least two touchdowns, uh, you know, maybe 250 yards passing and you know, maybe 30, 40 yards rushing, which is that's a solid game for your fantasy quarterback for sure. Uh number two, Josh Reynolds. I have Josh Reynolds in here every Every week because he's he's a bargain. He was forty two hundred last week. He's forty five hundred now. He's a bargain each and every week because especially if you know St. Brown's going to be out a couple games, like Jay was saying, uh, this guy might be the de facto number one. The way he's been playing, he's been playing like a number two, and in Detroit's offense is going to keep humming. Uh, this guy, this guy is a sleeper, absolutely. Um, Tyler Algier, I have a number three. Falcons, you know, Falcons offense has been doing pretty damn good. I got a lot of uh, Falcons and, and, and Commanders players here, if you haven't noticed. Four of the five. So I, I think that game is going to be high scoring and wacky and a bunch of offense there. Algier uh, for 4,600, I think is a steal. Because it, I would say it's about every third or fourth game he pops. It's not like last year where, you know, most weeks he, he was pretty consistent because he was the feature back. It, it's it's going to be about that every third or fourth game where you, oh, Algier had – 
whatever, uh, 89 yards and a touchdown, or he had 72 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he, I think that could be one of those weeks for him. Curtis Samuel, 3,700. I've been talking about him the whole show uh, with my uh, Yahoo waivers. Uh, you know, he's available there. If you can go snag him up and he's available here, that's cheap. 3,700. He's been playing like their number one receiver. He has, he's been out playing Dotson, uh, McLaurin, uh, you know, he gets more targets than Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas has been playing damn good too. That's why I have him at number five. Uh, but yeah, both these guys have, have just been playing lights out. Sam Howell, he's another one of those guys about every other game, he'll have a stinker and then he'll come back, have a monster 300 yard game. That's kind of been his MO this year. I think Sam Howell is going to light up Atlanta's defense, have another monster game. So I, I finished the top five here uh, with, with another, uh, you know, bargain Logan Thomas, 3,500. Uh, that's cheap for a tight end. He's the, the 11th most productive tight end so far. Like, like we've been saying. So uh, yeah, lots of players in that game. And then Josh Reynolds from the lions. Those would be my uh, DFS bargains of the week. But there, there's no, there's no, yeah, no, no KJ, no K. Well, that, that, uh, a lot of the times I have like way, it's hard, man, because, you know, I try to keep it like I could put five receivers in there, but I try to help the people. I try to be like, okay, one quarterback, <laughs> one tight end, one running back, and two receivers. Obviously, I'd, I'd love to put five receivers in there or like three receivers, running back, quarterback, but I try yeah. to put, Try to give him. Otherwise, you know, KJ would have been in there. There's a couple guys that I, I I would have put in there that were under that 55 mark. But well, it's been another week of we had studs, and 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 now we, we have studs. to get <laughs> now we have to get into those. Oh, oh, so, oh, oh God. I'm terrified. I'm going to turn the lights out. Oh, uh, I look so, like Casper. So, <laughs> so before we get to week five, last week we had Kyle Pitts on the list. We had Jordan Addison on the list. We had Marine Mostart. We had that lousy Mac Jones. And we had that Joe Burrow. You know, you know. So is there any guesses? Is there any repeats? Is there any any guesses on at who's this week's five? Been some bad boys. Been some bad boys. <laughs> oh well, I think it's time. I think it's time to show these guys who are the week five duds of the week. And we have that lousy Come ass. On, please, <laughs> Mark Jones is out there again. I knew it. <laughs> I, I call it again. Big guys, big guys. Oh yes. Um, we have that lousy Dak Prescott. We have that uh, first overall dud, Justin Jefferson. We have we have the the two we have the two Jones and one Cup going on here, and we have Michael Wilson as well on this list. You know, Dak Prescott. You know, he was all amped up, wanting to be like, yeah, revenge that 49ers game in the playoffs we so lost that. <laughs> <laughs> evidently he didn't look too too elite you know that's uh that's that's for damn sure you know getting sacked three times three interceptions one touchdown i honestly i am i wanted to shut up shut off that damn dallas game yeah, because I, I, was, did. <laughs> I did what the hell, what the hell is this shit <laughs> damn right i i was i was fed up i was fed i was like yeah dak's gotta go this is some bullshit, but 
other than that, I mean, I love the Cowboys. I just don't like the decision making with Dak. That's just just that's just my cup of poo poo. Um, we had we had Jeff Justin Jefferson He's had six targets, three receptions, twenty eight yards. We're like, the hell's going on here? But you know, other than that, we mentioned JJ. It's probably is more likely to be out for four weeks. We already, we already mentioned the waivers. Who to go snag up? Um, <laughs> uh, Donovan says, uh, did Eli swipe left? Where all the ladies go? <laughs> yep, uh, got the Tinder app right, right here. I, I had to swipe left. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, but deal. anyway, yep. So, anyways, we have the we have the two the two Joneses on this list um, for repeats once again. Mac Jones, Daniel Jones. Um, Daniel Jones has been sacked probably more more than any quarterback. Then and it, you know has been sacked more than any of these quarterbacks already. You know he's probably at 30, 40, maybe even fifty sacks on the year already. Who 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 honestly who only who honestly knows? But uh, it's sad to say you know Daniel Jones was good. We uh, we you know I mentioned him in our uh, on my little flyer as a dud because we all wanted him for fantasy reasons, as far as his running upside a little bit. But that's nowhere to be found at the moment. And he could be missing some time. And Mac Jones, 12. Right, Jake, Jake, I got a theme song quick. Because Mac Jones, he looks just like Rick Astley. We're... <laughs> you got Rick rolled, baby. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I can't hear it, but it's all good. <laughs> um, well, he, but yes. He's Rick rolled. He's rickrolled the whole anybody that might have taken him with a late round pick or anything like this guy is garbage. He needs to be benched for the rest of the year. If, if you make our list two weeks in a row, that's pretty hard. I mean, we're, we try to be nice on out of rhythm. We try to like, you know, we don't want to put the same guys week after week. This guy's been on like three of the five or six lists. He's awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. And then then our stud of week I think it was either week week three or week four. Michael Wilson, who came out, he had a nice couple touchdowns, hundreds of odd yards, and he's like, "Yeah, guys, I had enough. You know, I had you know only two targets, one reception for 18 yards. So it's kind of like, hey, I, I flashed a little bit, but I don't want to give it all away. You know, it's kind of like a girl teasing you a little bit. You know, and but yeah, Michael Wilson, and hopefully he rebounds from this uh, massacre of duds so that was our week five ghosting so hope everybody enjoys this little segment um so stay tuned for this upcoming weeks of week six so and we got one more last segment and then we gotta get the hell up out of here because it's already been an hour and a half and we just have so much content to talk about it's not even funny anymore we just go through we, everything we... <laughs> coughing up their bullshit and he's he's right. We we try to cram, sorry. We'll have to start breaking these segments up a little bit, but we try to cram it into one night just for for what we can do with our you know schedules right now. But obviously, we'd love to break this up more or do more smaller short. We we know we know the attention we have short attention spans. We know how the, you know the shows kind of drag on. But hopefully, you know it's like you you pick. You know if you don't watch the whole stream, we totally understand. Uh, you know, you pick parts. And so we'll try to make that easier maybe in the future uh, with, with different segments to kind of, you know, kind of cherry pick what you want to, what you want to pay attention to. Obviously the waivers, that's, a, that's the huge thing. And this last segment here, uh, but I, I got to say, uh, Mac Jones, he looks like, he looks like Rick Astley 
and Jason Garrett had a love child. That's what that's what he that's what he looks like to me. But uh, of the of the segments, oh, oh, I almost walked right into that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of the two segments, we think that the waivers, you know, if you want to, you know, cherry pick a couple segments to go to right away and, and get your okay, I'll listen to these guys. Uh the waivers, you know, in the middle of the show, that'd be the that'd be like the first thing. Second thing is is the college spotlight because we are projecting some of these guys that are gonna be on your fantasy rosters next year. They're gonna be on uh, you know, your drafting and your year to year redraft leagues and your dynasty leagues. Uh, possibly a couple of years from now, they're your keepers. You know, we, we, we were on the search for, for various guys last week. I did Braylon Allen from Wisconsin uh, this week, not quite as high of a prospect, but um, Audric Estime, he's or Estime, He's uh, going to be like an AJ Dillon type of running back. He's kind of like a big bruiser. He looks, I mean, if you saw him out, you know, with his helmet off, he looks just like Mark Ingram. If you if you guys remember Mark Ingram from the Ravens and the Saints, he looks he doesn't have a skill set. He, he doesn't he doesn't catch balls out of yeah, ooh, he doesn't doesn't catch balls out of the backfield quite like Ingram did, but reminds me of an AJ Dillon, just a big bruising running back. Uh see, he's the like the 100th rated prospect. So what I would and these are my projections. These aren't like I would just assume he's probably a fourth round pick. That's where a lot of these kind of running backs go that are good, but have some deficiencies. Kind of like Pierre Strong. Pierre Strong was a good college running back, uh, had good NFL size, but ended up in the fourth round. I mean, this isn't the days, you know, 30 years ago where running backs were going in the top five and in, in the first round quite frequently. I mean, you're not, you got to be uh, the highest rated running back they have this year is like 41st in the PFF hundred. So none of these guys, are graded as first round picks. This is not a strong running back class, but we are finding you a couple gems that I think are going to be, you know, pr- productive running backs. And AJ Dillon, you know, he's a spot starter. You know what I mean? Like in certain situations, I don't think, you know, he's not Jonathan Taylor. He's not CMC, uh, you know, uh, Brees Hall. He's not one of these level guys, but, you know, he just started it for Green Bay last night. So, I mean, you know, why can't uh, Audric estimate, why can't he have a, a career like that? Um, you know, last year with Notre Dame had 920 yards rushing, 11 TDs, um, caught, you know, over 100 yards receiving with a touchdown. So not big numbers receiving, but uh, so far this year, you know, caught, caught a few more. He's got 10 catches, 89 yards, uh, 692 yards rushing, seven touchdowns. So he's got respectable numbers. But where my concern is that, because, I mean, seven touchdowns, 692 through like five or six games so far. I think Notre Dame has played five. If I, if I Yeah, if I have that yeah, I think they're five or I think six. They had a five. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, so five games, 692, that's a damn good number. But the last three opponents that they've played have all been ranked teams, Ohio State, Louisville, and Duke. And he, you know, his high rushing total in all three of those games is like 80-something yards. So he's not really producing against the highest level of competition, which has me worried. Well, then why are you bringing this on us, Eli? Because he's got, look at the size, 5'11", 227, runs a 448 you know he's got for you know you know the the, the weight and the size and uh, AJ Dillon ran a 4 uh 53 if i have that correct so um you know he's a little faster than AJ Dillon not quite as heavy i think Dillon's in the 243 245 range so not quite as i mean i mean they what, what do they call him the 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 quad quad monster or something AJ Dillon but you know he's not quite <laughs> three whatever the quadzilla uh not quite 
freakish like that, but similar body type. If you see, you know, if you're watching Notre Dame the next coming weekend, they play USC. They got some big game, you know, big games coming up. Uh, if you watch number seven, he'll remind you a lot of AJ Dillon in, in my my estimation. So, uh, just thought I'd, I'd throw a little uh, throw a little spotlight on 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 estimate. He's um, he's kind of, he's behind Braylon Allen. He's behind a few of the Ohio State running backs. So they have him rated at number eight. So and that 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 should pretty much tell you running back class when you're um eighth rated running back in the class is like a you know probably mid late fourth round pick you know it's kind of a weaker running back class but you have, you have any thoughts on uh estimate jay um i actually didn't have an opportunity to kind of dig into him a little bit so yeah it's it's one of those things where i kind of wanted in to kind of get fantasy in fantasy um I I'm honestly I don't know because I had him. Um, yeah I never had him. I mean the guy you were um I I do have uh I think it's the uh Malik, Malik neighbors Malik neighbors is the the kid from LSU. So if if you guys want an actual stud because you know the, this guy's probably not if Jay hasn't heard of him or you know has shares of him in fantasy then obviously you know it is but this is a guy that's going to get drafted. He's going to be you know, he'll be somebody's back, like Tajay Spears, you know, Tajay Spears. And there's a lot of these guys that go in the third, fourth, fifth round that end up, uh, you know, we, we're talking about them now. You know, we're talking about, oh, hey, oh, uh, Pierre Strong is going to, Jerome Ford's getting in there, uh, Tajay Spears. So he's going to be in line with a lot of those kind of guys that will get get in there and get get his looks when he makes an NFL roster. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, obviously, he's not a Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors is is a stud receiver from LSU. He's graded as a first-round guy. So if you guys want to look forward to next week's episode, Jay will probably have more to say, and so will I. Uh, Na- Neighbors is – he's we think he's the next in line of, like, those great LSU receivers, you know, that have been coming out, you know, the, uh, the last five, ten years. It's just, it, you know, year after year they're cranking him out. So if you um, – we'll get we'll get into him um, in, in next week's episode. But I thought yeah, – I, was- I thought I'd, I'd give – I thought I'd give some love to some. Cause we, how many Notre Dame kids? I mean, last time I did a Notre Dame kid was uh was Mike Mayer, you know. And we and we see what we see what he's doing. We see what he's doing with the Raiders, which is nothing. That's <laughs> that's a that's a nope, not that one. I don't know why I even hit that one for. I was looking for this one. Um. Just, I was just going to say real quick, I got, uh, we have a question in the chat real quick. I'll, I'll get to you just in just a second. I have the, um, Trevian Henderson, who's supposed to be like a top five uh, prospect for this year. And he hasn't done shit. He hasn't done shit. Does, he hasn't even had, you know, he's not quite over 400 yards. He's like under 400 yards rushing for the year. And he hasn't done anything. So it's kind of like, uh I actually kind of want to get off Henderson because he, I thought honestly, either, you know, as far as this, you know, Ohio state uh, offense, I figured this would be a little bit more explosive. I actually got, I actually got Harrison too as well. And they haven't done me shit. I'm like, I'm totally frustrated with both of these guys. Um, and I'm about ready to ship both these guys out for some different guys. I actually, honestly, I kind of want to get the guys from um, Washington with uh, um, Pendrick. Michael Pendix, Pendrix or Hendrix Jr. Whatever heck Jimmy, hell is that. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, yeah. Michael, Jimmy Pen, uh, Hendrix Penix. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yes, um, we'll get to this comment here real quick. 
uh, Cohe, Coherin, Coherin. He asks, um, George oh, Pickens Cohen. and Cohen. 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 Cohen of disguise, we'll call him. Um, George Pickens and James Conner for uh, Devontae Smith. Absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. Uh, James, James Conner. I've been waiting for this man. He's in his ninth year. I've been I've been waiting for the injuries to catch, and he's been hurt before. But I think now I mean, we've had a lot of these receivers come on. You know, ren a renaissance of old receivers, Robert Woods and and uh, D Hop and Mike Evans. Few of these kind of guys, running backs. You're just not quite that lucky. Uh, he's ninth year guy, just about done. Uh, I, I this is definitely his last year in Arizona. I don't know if he gets picked up next year by a team. So he's almost like a de facto James. And I don't know when he's coming back this year. I mean, he's out at least four weeks. So let's let's throw him to the side here. So it's basically like Joe Pickens, a half a season maybe running back, and for Devontae Smith, who Devontae Smith is, you know, he's going to tear it up, dude. He's he, at times he's been outplaying AJ Brown this year. I mean, he really he's been tearing it up, and it it's only going to keep getting better once once Philly gets that offense roll. I know that's not quite what it was last year. Once they get that offense rolling. Um, you know, Devontae Smith is 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 uh, he, he's he's the real McCoy. So uh, I would do that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Um, he also goes on to say, now I have Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. Does that change anything? The only downfall is um, if you have a. So if you actually have AJ Brown, you know it's gonna be one of the it's gonna be one of these one two punches. One day you're gonna you know you know AJ Brown's gonna have he's gonna go off and then a um Smith doesn't do anything and then it's gonna be Smith does one thing and then I just don't think both of these I don't think both two of these guys can coexist in the same off you know kind of like fantasy wise just because they have Swift there as well to take away with a lot of those things so like Puka and Cup can coexist just because those two guys they don't have anything in the backfield see that makes a lot of to me that makes a lot of difference but it 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 does, but it it depends on who you brought up. You see, you were talking about George Pickens, but, but how long until? Well, I know he's the only productive receiver that they have right now, uh, especially with Deontay Johnson being out injured. But it's like, when are they ever going to fix things? They, they have no they have no re, you know no uh, movement forward with firing Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator with the Steelers. So I, I don't think things are going to get better offensively. They can't run the ball. Uh, Pickett is limited. I mean, George Pickett, like, uh, that's a hard one. Now, if it was a little better receiver than P like Pickens, like in a better situation, I might, I might nix it. But I almost think you have to take your chances. If you can get your hands on AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, and you're, you know, only really losing George Pickens, because I think, Con like I said, Connor is going to be washed soon. It's coming. So it's almost like a Pickens for Devontae Smith straight up, if you almost think about it. So I, I, it's yeah, I changed a few things, but I, I'd move forward with it. I'd take your chances. I, I Devonte Smith, you get your hands on him. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, he also goes said I got offered Devonte for Pittman and Miles Sanders. I mean, it's not. I like Pittman, but Miles Sanders is kind of on the downtrend right now. He's kind of we don't know what's. Miles going Sanders on. ain't doing a damn thing this year. Chuba Hubbard is actually outplaying him right now. So garbage. Yes, um, but I like Pickens myself. Well, well, it's it's funny. It, it's funny what I was gonna say, Jay. 
I was gonna say, Jay, it's funny. It's funny what being behind that Philly offensive line will get you. You know, look, look what, look what uh, DeAndre Swift looks like an All-Pro running back behind that offensive line. Uh, Miles Sanders being behind a mediocre one in Carolina. We see he's being exposed. So yeah, stay away from Miles Sanders. Yeah, yeah. I, that's 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 our opinion. I like George Pickens myself. I'm a I'm a pick I'm a Pickens guy myself. He might have a few down games, but he's he's got a lot of upside. Especially with with Pickens, the Pickens. That's just me. I like I I drafted Pickens wherever I could, but Pittman is actually not a bad thing. I would stay away from Miles Sanders. That's just unless you really 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 need an RB running back. Or or here's the other thing you could do if you do get Devonte, or you you do have Devonte right now. Or no, he wants to get him. I would actually, if you do get him, you can actually flip Devonte for some other guys. That's what I would do. Unless you like AJ Brown or flip AJ Brown for one of these guys, you know, you know, you know, that's, that's just me though. I mean, try to give yourself some leeway if you need some help with running back, just like, just like if, which sounds like you're probably hurting at running back. So we could probably flip one, flip one of those two guys for running back. Wait, wait, wait. So, okay. So he's, so, so some, so he's got Pittman and Miles right now, and somebody's offering a Devonte Smith for him. Yeah, it yeah. I like almost, I, I do, I do that. Yeah, I do that. Pitt, yeah, Pittman, Jr., I, Pittman Jr. is good. He's not, not Devonte Smith. Uh, and Miles Sanders is almost. He, he he's gonna get. They're gonna trap. That'll be the first thing Carolina does. I know they don't have a first round pick, but in the second round, that's the first thing they're gonna do. They're gonna take one of these, one of these running backs that's coming out. They need, they need running oh, back yeah. up. Miles Sanders ain't the answer. My running backs. Yeah, so he's got he's Monte got Monte Priestman and JT. So yeah, you, I guess you're right, right in there. So yeah, if you want to, got, got good running backs, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's if you want to do Pickens and James Conner for Devontae Smith, it's not a bad option. Um, I just don't like the the Sanders one. That's just me. Too many, yeah, too many Eagles. I get and Jalen's not exactly yeah, you know Matt Stafford like lighting it up. Where it's like really have two guys and yeah I get it, you know yeah. But we appreciate you jumping in with us. Hey, if you if you want, um, we would appreciate maybe a subscribe. You can like, and we're always here every Tuesday. We actually do have a Discord channel as well. So if you have any more questions like this, um, you can have. I'm there. Eli's not there as much, but there are other guys in our Discord as well. So we have a Discord channel as well. So um, we appreciate I'm here right your- now. <laughs> well yeah we appreciate your time uh cohen so uh other than that guys i think it's time for us to get this wrapped up we ran a way too long i have to get ready for work here and i have to try to get this uh our waivers part uploaded as well so if you missed our waivers um cohen um you can go back and check that i'll actually have that uploaded here on our playlist on youtube as well so other than that, guys, we appreciate everybody that's jumped in the chat with us. It was fun. It was wild there for a little moment. We got a little long. Everybody decided, screw you guys. We're up out of here. But uh, other than that, we appreciate everybody that jumped in with us. We had a last minute uh, questions there at the end as well. So is there anything else you want to mention, Quick Eli? Uh, yeah, uh, next week, uh, Malik Neighbors from LSU going to be the college spotlight guy. Uh, probably get into. Uh, th- we can't tell who's going to be hurt, you know. So th- th- 
be inevitably more injuries, so that'll probably kick off the show again. So if you like what you saw this week, you're going to get uh, a, a double dose of it next week. You know, we, we go down, we're like Pepto-Bismol, okay? We go, we go down with the meal. We, 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 we help with the heartburn. You, you know, if you, have, if you have some, you know, Justin Jefferson's going to be out for a while, that's fine. Come come on, join uh, Out of Rhythm, and, uh, you know, we'll help you, we'll help you fix. We'll help you put some bubble gum on that hole right there. Uh, KJ Osborne, got a couple good guys tonight. Uh, Curtis Samuel, we, we got you a couple guys you can plug in there, easily find, easily trade for. Uh, yeah, but if you like what you saw, come back next week. Uh, like, subscribe, all that, all that good jazz. And you know, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And and uh, you know, we'll you know we'll be I, that. I don't know about this weekend for that second show, that last call we were talking about to help people's. Um, yeah, and you know, obviously Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, Discord, all the all the goodies, all the good platforms. Um, yeah, get, get on there or, or go listen to previous episodes. Listen to this one when it's posted. Uh, but but a second show, I'm, I'm not sure about this weekend. Uh, it was, was planned to kind of launch it this weekend, but we'll have to see about that. Um, it, but yeah, it'd be, it'd be like a shorter, you know, if you want to send like a smaller dose, it was going to be like a 30, 40 minute most kind of show, uh, of, you know, helping you guys with your last minute, uh, questions about your team or DFS or even, even betting. Like we don't talk a lot of betting on here, but that's, that's not something that's not off the table either. That's something I do a little bit. I don't, I don't think Jay touches that, but that's something I do a little yeah. bit. So that's something anything is anything is within balance on that show. And we call it, we're planning on calling it last call, but anybody that was looking forward to that this weekend, I'm not sure that it's going to be the first episode this weekend. So, but that was just, that was just my little, my little closing uh, bit there. Well, that sounds good. So any viewers appreciate the subscribe, follow our content on YouTube. Um, yes, we also have a Facebook page. If you type in Outer Rhythm Fancy Sports, we're on Facebook. I do. We actually have a group page as well. We just have to uh, um, get an invite to get accepted into that because I like to keep it kind of clean. And um, yeah, other than that, you know, we will have, I'll have a lot of these highlighted contents up here later on tomorrow sometime, so you can uh, so you guys can check all that stuff out later on. Other than that. I think it's time to get the hell up out of here. So we appreciate everybody's time. I'm Jamie. That's Eli. We're from Out of Rhythm. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Ciao.